Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. In this week's episode, I explore the challenges of changing the habit of being yourself. As the well-known quote goes, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting what you've always gotten. You can be a better version of yourself. You can change the habit of being yourself. From my 29 years of executive coaching experience of team building programs with some great global teams. I know the five simple but not easy steps that will enable you to become a better version of yourself. You can do it. You do not need to be locked into jail by your habits. Break free. You never know what you're going to get when you become this better version of you. Our format for this show is to explore the big idea for the week. Secondly, to share six resources with you to help you implement the big idea for the week. Thirdly, a review of the week, both in our lives and and globally. And then finally, for those who are newer to the program, I go into the foundational principles for this show and more background about me. So let's go with today's big idea. Your habitual mental templates and fixed mindsets do indeed keep you away from unlocking your full potential. Today I explore how to overcome these invisible subconscious hurdles that stop you becoming a better version of you. This topic was suggested by one of our regular viewers, one of our subscribers. Thank you for the idea. And thank you for sharing the challenge that you face because it's a challenge faced by many people being locked in by their habits. One of our deepest needs is to act consistently with our self-image. And our self-image has been created by our lifetime to date, your lifetime to date. You have a self-image inside you. Most people never share this self-image with others. So, who do you think you are? That's the habit that you have. And there is a deep need in you to act consistently with who you think you are and a deep need to act consistently with what you believe, including what you believe about yourself. So I have for you five simple but not easy steps of how you change the habit of being yourself, how to become a better version of you. Number one, identify who you think you are in writing. Do the description, write out the description, not on your computer, but in writing of who you think you presently are. Secondly, write out what you believe. 
what you believe generally and what you believe about you. What do you believe? What do you believe you are capable of achieving? What do you believe about humanity? What do you believe about how life works? These beliefs lock you into your current habit. In my experience, most people don't know what they believe. By writing out who you are and what you believe, you are bringing out from your subconscious mind into your conscious mind the conscious awareness of who you presently are, rather than this being subconscious or invisible and therefore becoming an invisible hold on you. Once you've taken these first two steps, you then take the third simple step, which is to write out a strong new identity for you of the real you, not the you that has been developed up to this point in time by your experiences since you were born. This strong identity is the person that you, deep down in your soul, would love to be. You write down the wonderful characteristics that you have, the wonderful values that you observe, the wonderful dreams that you think you're capable, that you believe you're, that you, so you don't believe because you haven't been doing it, but, but, the, but the dreams that you've had of what you might become, of who you think you're capable of being. You know this is the real you, but it's habits of your practices to date that have locked you into your current you. This strong identity must be exciting for you. This strong identity is not locked in by your past. Then the fourth step is to, in writing, list the disciplines, the new disciplines that you want to practice, that you need to practice, that are consistent with this strong new identity. For example, if you are unable to get out of bed when you want to get out of bed, then this becomes a new discipline. Your strong identity says, when the alarm goes, I get up. The discipline is, when the alarm goes, I get up. The strong identity says, I am master of my physical comfort. The discipline is, I do the things that need to be done regardless of comfort levels. The new disciplines are the ways that you reinforce the strong new identity. And these disciplines have to be specific. The fifth step, crucial step, every morning you read the strong new identity that you have written out. And secondly, you read the disciplines that you want to pursue, that you say to yourself, these are the disciplines that will enable me to build my strong new identity every day. You can do it twice a day. You can do it three times a day. I do it every day. I promise you, if you take 
these five simple but not easy steps, you will become a better version of yourself. You will break free. You will not be in a jail bound by your existing habits, the existing habit of being yourself. You will change. And you never know what you're going to get because you've become this better version of yourself. If you want help on these five steps, that's what I do in my coaching programs. Get in touch. Let's get into action. Become a better version of yourself. Now, here are some resources to help you implement this big idea to follow these five simple steps. The song, of course, what else could it be if we're talking about the freedom from breaking free of your habits? But Queen, I want to break free. I want, um, uh, well, I must say, Freddie Mercury is a hard act to follow. I want to break free. I want to break free. And the metaphor of this is he's talking about leaving a lover, but you can be talking about leaving the, your old self, your habitual self, to become a better version of yourself. I want to break free. I want to break free from your lies, you see. Your habits often have lies with low versions, low, low types of self-belief. You're so, you're so self-satisfied, I don't need you. I've got to break free. I've fallen in love. I've fallen in love for the first time. What do you fall in love with? You've fallen in love with your new strong identity, the real you that's been urging to break free, your spiritual self, not your mental fearful self, but your loving spiritual self, the, the, the you that is so capable of so many things, as each one of us is. But if you're bound by your habits, you can't break free. So when you listen to that song, let it inspire you to break free from your habits that don't serve you. My book this week is by Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. An excellent book. It's a lengthy book, an excellent book if you want to get to the science of what I'm sharing with you that I've been sharing for over 29 years with my clients. Breaking the habit of being yourself. Excellent. My spiritual tip is to meditate on the dreams that you have had in your life, but you have stopped yourself from pursuing. Spending time meditating gets in touch with your spiritual side, with your soul, with your heart with your passion. Who, who do, what was your vision in your early days of who you could become? And then that helps you identify your, your strong new identity that is actually consistent with your spirit and passion and, and, and your passions and coffee. As many of you know, I'm certainly passionate about and consistent and, and totally in alignment with my spirit. Mm -hmm. So meditation is a spiritual activity. And so the spiritual tip here is a meditation tip again. But it's such an important element because you become who, what you think about most of the time. And the meditation that you do helps then to guide your thinking. You become what you think about most of the time. That's why every day you 
read your new identity and you read the disciplines. My health tip is from a good friend of mine, Mel, vitamin B1. There's some latest research that has come out that says vitamin B1 has amazing impacts on your health. Get some, get into it. My quote is from Don Miguel Ruiz, R-U-I-Z, wrote a wonderful book called The Four Agreements. And his quote is this, true freedom has to do with the human spirit. It is the freedom to be who we really are. True freedom is the freedom to be who you really are. That's unleashing your human spirit, not, not the habitually formed human that we have become because of observing a whole bunch of rules, of philosophies, of beliefs, of habits of other people, particularly our parents, particularly of our friends. And in terms of humour, well, I couldn't go past marriage, you see. So, so having been successfully married three times and now, you know, for the third and final and permanent time with my wonderful Julie, I was thinking of marriage, you know, and, and, and then you go, well, gosh, are you in marriage because it's a habit? And I have some, such some funny, funny quotes on marriage that I thought I would share with you, you know. And now, please, everybody, I'm, beautifully wonderfully married but i have been married three times you see it took three times to get good at it so here's socrates my advice to you is get married if you find a good wife you'll be happy if not you'll become a philosopher <laughs> another quote from fibba mcgee i don't know who he is my wife and i had words but i never got to use mine May West, May West, if you look at a biography of her, she was an amazing, amazing woman, particularly in the 30s, have the courage that she did to do what she did. Oh, love it. She said this, marriage is a great institution, but I'm not ready for an institution yet. <laughs> Spike Milligan. It was a perfect marriage. She didn't want to, and he couldn't. Oscar Wilde, the general was essentially a man of peace, except, of course, in his domestic affairs. <laughs> and Groucho Marx, I was married by a judge. I should have asked for a jury. <laughs> oh, I love Groucho Marx. So I hope those six resources help you to implement today's big idea that you can break the habit of being yourself. There are five simple steps. My goal in this program is to enable you to unlock your amazing capability and that arises through self-awareness. And these five steps today will certainly help raise your own self-awareness and to then identify disciplines that help you become a better version of yourself. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to this YouTube channel, and if you enjoy it, please share it amongst your family, friends, and work colleagues. Discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest at charlescoves.com.
And then our corporate and public programs details are available at covest.com. Details of my books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are available at both of those websites. Now, let's have a quick review of happenings over the past week, both in Julie and my life and on the planet. Well, as usual, I moderated three global meetings. First two of them medical for medical doctors for ethics. And the two guests were Daniel Estulin and Dr. James Thorpe. Daniel Estulin, E-S-T-U-L-I-N. Look him up. He is an advisor to prime ministers in Latin America. Amazing geopolitical knowledge, wisdom, understanding. He says there is significant global reorganization of alliances between countries going on. And on the Russian situation, the China situation, very interesting discussion. James Thorpe went into the disastrous situation with pregnancies and miscarriages. His, his knowledge on this, James Thorpe, without an E, look up his material. I recommend it if you are pregnant, if you're thinking of getting pregnant, um, so there's some very concerning data out and learning about it while I'm moderating these meetings is of great value. And then we had our foam meeting on Friday night. That was, that is a weekly injection of vitamins and minerals for your mind and your spirit. So you don't live a life of fear. I also hosted a delegation from Malaysia, seven-person delegation, uh, came, visit, came a visit to Melbourne, so I looked after them for, uh, for two separate days, and they were exploring the legalization of industrial hemp in Malaysia, which we strongly recommend. Industrial hemp cannabis is a wonderful, wonderful plant, and many of you know my involvement in that business. Also, into an interesting lunch, regular lunch, we had a big debate on climate change, whether climate change is anthropogenic, caused by human beings or not. And what was good about it was that people freely expressed their views rather than attacking people who held views differently to themselves. I urge it with you. We have your views. Don't attack the person. Explore why they hold the beliefs that they do. My belief is that to say that climate change is caused by human activity is total BS. So there you are, now you have it. However, I'm involved in hemp, I'm involved in organic farming, I'm involved in any farming that is sustainable, but I don't do it because it's going to cause climate change. And in the meantime, Julie and I keep our exercise regimes going. We are careful about what we eat because you have to look after this magnificent machine that is your body. So if you're new to the show, stick around. We'll go through the foundational principles for the show, elements of freedom and exploration of freedom. Also background into further background into me and what I've been doing over my life so that it gives you a, a deeper insight into thinking, why might you listen to Charles Cobus? Why might you become a subscriber to this show? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And until next week's program, may your week be full of challenge, of passion, of true enjoyment of you pursuing the life that you 
want to create. Stop waiting for some nirvana. Enjoy this life. Be in a space where you can enjoy what you're doing on a moment-by-moment basis. Thanks for being with us. See you next week. Bye. And now, for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life, as well as the foundational principles of the show, here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops, over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how, how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me made primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covest Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy 
ideals, the progressive realization of your worthy ideals. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the color of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, it reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book a quote, and of course humour. This show is not politically correct, I have no intention of being politically correct, and I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee, Mm. my addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.